three, two, one. We're back for another Thursday night National Athletic Training Month video. This is our fourth and final video tonight. This is topic three. I don't know what topic four will be. We'll put a vote out later this week. But we have two individuals. We have Sarah, we have Eli, and we might have Jen potentially joining us in the next couple of minutes, but she might not. Fingers crossed. Fingers yes. crossed. So if you could just quickly introduce yourself, and then we can go into the topic. Sarah, ladies first. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Hi, my name is Sarah Rowe. I am an athletic trainer uh, in the Indianapolis area. I am, I am at a high school. Very nice. Very nice. And I am Eli Kassab, and I am currently now an athletic trainer at uh, uh, Dixie State University in St. George, Utah. That's like a month ago, so super new, but yeah. And uh, Eli has his own podcast. Go ahead and plug your podcast. Oh, man, I appreciate it. No, man, thank you. Uh, I do, I do. So thanks, Thomas. I appreciate it. I was trying, I want to be respectful on that. Uh, it's just the Eli Kassab experience. It's just my first and last name. Um, you know, just uh, try to basically bring uh, a lot of real life experiences through um, a lot of different in athletic training in and out of it and um, kind of uh, life skills along the way. So, um, and just try to bring some positive energy and, uh, and kind of teach people a little bit about athletic training and kind of life skills and, and how to kind of find happiness uh, navigating our career path, which can be a little difficult at times. So I appreciate it. And it's really good. I've listened to about four episodes and it's good stuff. I like it a lot. Uh, Looking forward it. to your Thank next you. episode. But, uh, we're <laughs> we're going to be talking about National Athletic Training Month. Do you guys have any plans for National Athletic Training Month besides your podcast and this AT Talks? Well, my, my plan for this month is trying to educate my athletes on National Athletic Training Month, which I, I figure a lot of people are going to be in the same boat because so many athletic trainer, or, uh, athletes are like, National Athletic Training Month? Like what? Like they have, they have, they have no idea about it. Um, and I think it's something really important for us as a profession and everything to just to, to really highlight and help educate, you know, our, our athletes and, and the community in general. And so uh, I'm going to be spending a lot of the – a lot of the time just trying to um you know communicate to the athletes about it and um educate you know just the general public and try to be a little bit more i guess louder for, for uh the athletic training profession um you know just so it's uh you know not having to answer these questions like i'm an athletic trainer and they're like yeah so i really want a six-pack and i'm like it's we're different so but that was going to be the highlight points for me Sarah? Awesome. Um, so for me, a lot of what I do is on social media. We have a two-week spring break that happens to be in the middle of March. Um, so I'm not around my whole athletic population. Also in Indiana, March is kind of a down month. Um, winter sports are really wrapping up. Spring sports haven't quite amped up yet. Um, so a lot of what I'll do will be on social media, on my Twitter account, a little bit on my personal Facebook, but I use my professional personal Twitter um, a lot for that kind of thing, doing that. Um, what I was talking about with my, with my intern the other day, my, my grad student, he, we were kind of talking about this topic because I just seen the Twitter post and seen what the topic was. And my big thing with athletic training is we can do all we want on social media. We can do hit the hill day, um, you know, do all the legislation 
competition stuff, which is great. And that's really important. However, I feel like for me as an athletic trainer, the best way I can promote my profession is to promote myself, is to be in my community, to make those connections with my athletes and my parents so that my athletes know what an athletic trainer is, what I do what my role, my profession, my passions as an athletic trainer are, and they can then carry that on to their friends and their parents learn what I do and their younger siblings learn what I do. And hopefully as they get older, as more and more high school kids are starting to have those interactions with athletic trainers, more and more people are going to understand what we do and who we are. At least that's my hope. Because like when I was in high school, we didn't have an athletic trainer. Um, so just kind of being that grassroots that I am an athletic trainer and I am me and learn to love my profession through me and through my passion. I think it's really important to be visible in your community. Um, it's, it's, it's not the job and a lot of people just want to like go home after their day, but just spending that, that little bit of extra time to get to know the parents, to get to know the people that come to the games and sporting events, mm-hmm. they could put a face to you, like the athletic director. Yeah, great. What about your principal? What about your superintendent? What about the nurse, the fitness staff? Exactly. I have lunch with our front office secretaries once a week. And so now our whole front office staff knows who we are, what we do. Um, I check in with our nurses on, face-to-face on at least a weekly basis. And if we don't talk it during a day, it's a weird day. Like, I don't think I talked to them today, and that was weird but we talk to our, we communicate with our school nurses all the time. So now they in their profession are starting to understand kind of what we do, what we are and what our scope is. And there are things that an athlete will walk in there and they'll be like, I gave them an ice pack and I told them to see you uh, because they're outside of what I can do. And that's, that's really awesome that they respect our profession. I think that's huge because with like with the nursing and just working with the closely with you know, doctors in the hospitals and stuff, I know like a lot of the times when, when I've taken like emergency room visits or just visits to the hospital and talking to nurses and stuff, you know, obviously the first look that they give you is you're not the parent, you're what? The athletic trainer. And they kind of give you this look like, what? Why are, Why are you here? Like, and so it's, you're like, okay, well, okay. They probably think I'm a personal trainer. And then you have to explain that you're a healthcare professional, like, and that you basically know this, this athlete's medical history better than their parents. And so I think that's really important. I like to, to, to start doing that amongst like the hospitals and the nursing staff to hopefully at least start to educate um, some of the people in the, you know, that um, in the healthcare industry and some of those other areas that aren't really connected with athletics into what we do. And so that, you know, we can obviously, you know, establish a, a presence with ourselves. Right, Bruno? My roommate just walked in. I, hey Bruno, I'm Tom. He's the next. He's the he's the next podcast. Oh, sweet! Can't <laughs> wait to listen to. It. <laughs> so um, yeah, but we're uh, yeah. I think that that's that's really important, and I think building those relationships. I think that's great, Sarah. You were talking mm-hmm. about um, you know building those relationships and and uh, nurturing those. I think is really important. I think a lot of people tend to kind of uh, get tunnel vision and kind of focus on the work and it's not really the relationships um, that surround you know, healthcare, the athletes and athletics in general. Yeah. Another piece is, I'm actually on the planning committee for the Indiana Athletic Training Association um, for our NATM. And so we've kind of got some stuff in the works for that. So that'll be rolling out. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to be doing, I think some fundraisers or, or 
um, drives and then um, we're doing a social media contest again. We did that last year and had a really big response to it. So I think that'll be fun to again, kind of get it out there. I think that's obviously that's a big point of National Athletic Training Month is to get out there. Hey, this is who we are. This is what we do. Um, and I, uh, I'm excited for what we have coming with the IATA this year. Yeah, there was uh, someone, I don't know if it was IATA or GLADA, but they reached out to me about being on an NATM committee. And I was absolutely, but I haven't heard back from them. But I think another great non-traditional people that you should advocate with is like your, your city's firefighters, your uh, paramedics, or your mm -hmm. police, um, because they don't know who you are. And eventually you're gonna call an ambulance. And it's a lot better when an EMT or paramedic walks off that, that rig and they're like, sweet, Tom's here. I know he's it started, you can tell me all the information compared to someone just walking up being like, oh, you work out with athletes, you're not medical, get out of my way, I'm taking over. We're very lucky. Um Part of the beauty of being in such a small town is uh, I know most of our EMTs, several of them are former students, um, which kind of makes me start feeling old, but they were seniors when I started, so it's not too bad, right? <laughs> um, but we are pretty lucky that we've kind of made those connections, and the few times that we've had to call EMS, it's been really smooth, especially considering one of them was a pretty serious spine board at a football game, um, and it went flawlessly, and I was, I was very happy with that. Um, and then again, our, we talk with our police at the football games. It, it's a small town. Everyone's there on Friday night. So yeah. this kind of goes outside of just this one month of when we can make those contacts, we are year round. It's, it's a year round thing. Always got to be showing people who we are and what we do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I think one thing, uh, one thing I did, uh, personally, uh, in school was actually, I got, went and got my, my EMT license. Um, just because I saw the, um, you know, just the amount of work that uh, basically the collaboration that between the two. Um, and, uh oh, Thomas, we lost audio. But um, anyway, um, yeah, no, so basically I got my EMT license and that really helped me give me a better insight into that kind of their world and their language and what they're, what they're kind of kind of expect. And so from an emergency response standpoint, it was really beneficial from like, you know, advocating for our profession, but also, you know, uh, when there was a situation that arose, then it was like, okay, well, I know exactly what their thought process and what their mm -hmm. protocol is. Um, and then um, kind of basically better relay the information a little bit more efficiently off the, um, off of my end when, when they, when they arrive. But I think those relationships are, mm -hmm. are, are huge. Yeah. And the better we can collaborate, the better care we can provide to uh, the population that we treat. So it's exactly. a win-win for everybody. Absolutely. All right. Uh, any, any other fun stuff that we're either A, doing, or B, if we had the resources, we would love to do? I mean, I think that's it. I know a lot of people are doing AT Olympics with their students, and that's awesome. I love that. Um, we don't have a big high, we don't have a high school student program, um, but we did something like that when I was out in Arizona. It was super fun. Um, decorating bulletin boards. Uh, I saw someone on Twitter is doing a door decorating contest, and I love that so much. And I nice. kind of want to see if it's not too late to get that implemented. So I might talk to our front office staff tomorrow and see what we can do. That'd be great. <laughs> 
I don't even know how how you would accurately decorate something to represent athletic training besides like crutches and tape and like I so, don't know. It could be fun uh, though. So much I do isn't even medical. <laughs> tape one of your athletes to the door. <laughs> and then they can advocate for you. <laughs> there you go. It's perfect. It's like the singing fish thing that you walk by in a city. <laughs> and you walk well, by an athlete's like, I thought training month. <laughs> oh man. All right. All right. Anything else we want to add? We're wrapping this up. Good. Um, no, no, I'm excited. Yeah. National Athletic yeah. Let's get it, guys. Yeah, I'm excited. Hey, year round. Start now. Start advocating now. Advocate often. Year round. Let's go. Yep. But uh, like thank it. you for thank I you like for it. coming on. And we're gonna have you on for future talks, both of you. So thank you for your time and have a great rest of your Thursday. Have a good Friday. Hopefully you have Saturday or Sunday off. Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But have a good night, everybody. Fingers crossed. Appreciate you, Thomas, for putting it all together. Yep, thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, right, you bye. too. Bye. You too, see ya. <laughs>